What's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Choice is Yours podcast. I'm AJ with my boy Tyrell. What's up, what's up? In the past, we've discussed jobs, jobs, jobs. That was our second episode. And like the fourth episode, we talked a little bit about don't get about not getting AI. This episode, we actually want to discuss a few of those side hustles that's helped us um, over the years make a little money that maybe eventually turned into something that we found out we actually liked. So I know in the previous episodes that I mentioned, we really didn't dive deep into like what we actually did. But today we want to just give you a few ep- like samples or examples of different things that we did and just see if it works for you as well. But these things are mainly low overhead with little to no skills required. So like this isn't anything that's actually going to you're going to require licensing for or that you're going to need to put in like more than eight hours a day to do like these are just simple things. So but I definitely want to ask Tyrell if he you know, if he minded just actually going over a few things that's worked for him over the years uh, without giving away the secret sauce. But um, today, you know, we just want to keep it short and brief with you. So, Tyrell, do you want to just let us know a few things that's worked for you in the past? Yeah, for sure. I'm like the king of side hustles. Uh, I've been side, <laughs> I've been side hustling since, you know buying a piece of candy for five cents and, you know, selling it to everybody at school for 25 cents. Cause that was an easy transaction. You know, if I have five yep. cents, if I have a quarter, I'm able to go to a um, candy store or a general store and buy five pieces of candy, uh, you know, and, and in exchange, you know, I'm selling, I'm going back. I might do a little packaging. Uh, I might do a little marketing. Uh, you know, I used to go back to the elementary school and then I used to sell that five piece of candy that I bought for five cents uh, to someone else at, at school for 25 cents. You know, and a lot of times people have a quarter on them. So it was easy for them just to give me a quarter you know, and they would give a piece of candy. So that was kind of like my first side hustle. And, you know, I didn't think about it at the time, but it kind of, you know, kind of makes sense. I didn't I did, it was real simple. Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't have to make things difficult. It was easy for me to take my one quarter, which, you know, a lot of people at that age at least had a quarter. I was able to go to the store uh, and buy five pieces of candy with my quarter because they were five cents. And then I would be able to go back to school, which most kids my age, well, they would have a quarter. And I was you know able to exchange, you know, that piece of candy that I bought and sell it to them <laughs> uh, for, for a quarter. But no, but, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm the king of side hustles. That's just, you know, kind of how I grew up. Uh, my dad was, you know, always a hustler, washing cars, uh, doing this, doing that. that that's kind of how I spend a lot of time with my dad if it wasn't um, by sports because uh, he worked road construction. So I just got my uh, hustle mentality uh, from my father. As I got older, I just I just carried it on. Like in college, I used to resell shoes. Um, and after I got out of college, I had to like really do a side hustle that was really going to uh, bring in some money, something that, you know, I had to look at the end goal, like, can this side hustle turned into, you know, a full-time career or a full-time business, a full-time gig. And I think the three things that I did when I really want to make, I guess you want to call some serious money in side hustling is yeah. probably the top three, three things that a lot of people do, which is probably cleaning. It's probably mowing uh, and landscaping. Um, and it's probably, I'll, it'd probably be trash outs, but, you know, I have to throw in something else that a lot of people do, which was it's probably babysitting. Those are probably yeah. like the top three side hustles uh, that, you know, that that's really in demand 
that people want, you know, as a service that you can just pick up, probably knock on, you probably go down the street, knock on 20 doors. And I bet if you offer probably three of those services, you know, I probably five or six people are going to say, yeah. And then if you do that the whole day, you can probably, uh, you know, leave that street, you know, with a couple hundred dollars, if you do the right things and uh, you do that, um, the, the customer um, asked for. So what, what about you? What have you done? Um, in the past, and then uh, I know you probably have a story. What, what, what's the what's the youngest memory you have uh, of hustling, AJ? Yeah, so it started for me like, at, and in itself, like we have this thing called candy ladies in the neighborhood. I don't know if you all have that up here, but in Memphis, like there were candy ladies everywhere, and those people actually sold like chips and like freeze cups and candies and different stuff like that to the neighborhood kids. My aunt was actually a candy lady, so my whole life like i actually got to witness her you know doing her thing selling candy to the kids different chips different stuff like that so i thought that was always cool and once i got to like high school it turned into a thing for where a lot of the teen like the students at the school were doing the same thing from their backpacks though so Mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool i had my little stint where i did that i made mixtapes and just different playlists and stuff like that in, in high school or whatever but when i got to college um i was like a I wouldn't say a tech nerd, but for the most part, like I I was really into repairing electronics and um, different things like that. And I remember when we were in college, you went, me and you uh, were neighbors and like, you know, every now and then you guys would get like the three ring, uh, ring of death on your Xbox. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I fixed a couple of those for like, you know, that that's 50 bucks a fix. Right. So you know, you got like four or five people in there. You didn't definitely made a few hundred bucks just doing that. And if you know what you're doing, it doesn't take long. Um, that that turned into like me being like, like, OK, well, I'm on a college campus. What do what do other like students need on this campus? So not only was I fixing electronics, but like helping them with different IT problems with their laptops. Um, it, it turned into that. Um, I had a really like I were I started working for IT for um, for Western. It just kind of kept going. But after college, I noticed like I had a love for clothing. So and I worked in a few retail places. But the biggest thing was I started making bow ties, which I did that for about seven to 10 years. What else came along with that was all doing alterations. My love for bow ties and sewing turned into like a side a side hustle within itself, just pretty much doing alterations, hem and pants, taking in shirts, um, taking in blazers. Uh, different letting out pants, different stuff like that. So um, that made me extra money on the side. And then like once I became like, you know, over the age of 25, I I started working in corporate sales. And if anybody knows anything about corporate sales, a lot of these jobs are commission based um, and there's roller coasters to it up and down, up and down. And one of the things that really like helped me throughout that whole time, like besides the, the alterations, um, I mentioned working in a lot of retail stores. Mm-hmm. And the clothes that I would purchase and wear it a few times, I noticed people would ask me where I got it from. So that turned into me actually starting an online store, right? Now, I started the online store like on different platforms, like you got Poshmark and uh, you got Poshmark, you got like Facebook Marketplace, of course, and um, Goat and StockX and different places like that. So I just did a lot of reselling. I would enjoy buying the clothes, of course, but then like once I noticed I didn't want to wear them anymore, 
it was the perfect time to get rid of him. Somebody liked him. So um, Poshmark has been really good for us. Um, uh, back to the tech side, another thing that didn't really, you know, require any overhead at all. It's like I do website building. Like I know coding. That helps. And then just learning the different trades of like doing like redesign of some of these website builders. Uh, that helped out a lot. With those different things, the money was endless. You can turn it on, turn it off whenever you want. You don't have to, you know, pretty much advertise yourself all the time, but people know you for these things. And it's led to me, you know, not only building connections with other people that turn into different trades, but also like, you know, just having a little extra money in your pocket for the weekend. You can knock out a few alterations or maybe do a website in three weeks and you got an extra maybe nine to 900 to maybe $1,500 in your pocket. But these things are simple. Um, they don't require you to have a lot of equipment or anything like that. Um, that's what worked the best for me. I know. Oh, another thing I, I didn't mention, but if you're handy with like putting together furniture, hanging like pictures or anything like that, you know, that's a side hustle that most people don't really think about because there's a lot of people who really don't have that many tools or just don't feel comfortable, comfortable, uh, comfortable putting holes in the wall. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's something though. Those things there actually worked for me. Um, I really enjoyed them. I work in I work in corporate sales still. I'm in advertising, so um, I know, like I mentioned, it's up and down. There's gonna be times where you need a little extra money. So now my love for like just residential everything is turned into just interior to consultant. So I do those on the weekend. Pretty much just showing you how you can increase your value with little to no, like, well, it's some budget required, but for the most part, just consulting. So I'm just letting you know, just from the background experience that I do have with mortgages, um, I've seen a few appraisals. So I know what can add equity to the home and um, what increases the value and everything. So I think that helps a lot of people, but I only do that on a weekend. And that's just something that I enjoy doing now that I've matured to be able to do on the weekend. But um, so these things, like I said, require no overhead, little to no skill, if any, but it just requires you to really be determined. Yeah, for Would sure. Would you say? Yeah, I said for, yeah, for sure. Just to come in, um, you know, a side hustle can be fun. Uh, i give you an example of what I did for fun. Um, I think maybe on my last few years of college and then maybe part of the last five years after I graduated college is I used to buy and resell shoes. And, you know, it got to a point where I was able to go travel to the outlet malls, you know, to some nice places, get to shop a little bit. And then I mm -hmm. would, you know, be able to go through the shoe stores, load up on probably 10 to 15 pairs. And then I would ship them back home, you know, and a lot of times, I would make a little extra money. And then a lot of times that would pay for my vacation too. Cause a lot of times I went to uh, outlet malls that were in, you know, destination uh, location. So that's, that's the mm -hmm. fun side about it. So I guess my input, my advice for someone is, you know, what do I like to do that can really turn in the money on the side? So that's maybe your first option. Uh, second option uh, that's kind of more business savvy is, you know, what could I do on the side that could potentially be a business? You know, okay, so I got I got my main job. I do the side hustle. You know, all in you know anything you do. You know, if you're you know if you want to be in that mindset, always have you know always have the end goal in mind. So you can have your your regular job, you can have your side hustle, and then if your side hustle is moving, you don't have to leave your full time job. You can just you know go to your uh, 
you know, tax uh, consultant, your attorney. And then, then you go turn that side hustle into an LLC. And then yep. you're able to put a little more time into it. Now you might be able to bring in someone, help you on your side also, that's actually turned into a business. Now you now you wanna now you have options. Now you want to get to a point where your side hustle grows so much that you're contemplating leaving your job. And then when people yep. come to me and be like, you know, you know, when when do I leave my job for you know another source of income? that I have and I'm generating. And I always say, when you feel like your main job is, you know, stunning your growth, your main job is taken away from your business that you started as a side hustle. Now it's a business. Now it's a flourishing business. And now you feel like you can't grow your business, you know, because of your main job. I think that's, that's I think that's the turning point where you'd be like, uh, okay, I need to really consider doing this and you want to do it the right way. So maybe you set yourself on like, okay, I'm going to put this much money away before I leave my job. So yeah. just to give example to me, my, you know, one of my serious side hustles was I had a mobile detailing uh, business and that's when I was working um, downtown doing property taxes. And that's when I brought my first duplex and then I became a realtor. And then when I became a realtor, we went from detailing, you know, doing mobile detailing to actually cleaning houses. So it like it correlated with everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I became like an investor, then we started doing, you know, like painting, uh, flooring, other things. So it all kind of moved up together, especially if you're talking about a side hustle that turned into, uh, you know, a business to a small business. You know, now I'm a corporation. So I basically turned, you know, a mobile detailing business, you know, in a car, uh, you know, pressure washer, um, and then like just you know, just a big duffel bag of cleaning su- uh, supplies and bucket cleaning supplies. You know, into a, you know a corporation now that does um, that does flooring, painting. Uh, we do you know we do rental renovations. Uh, we do you know, residential renovations. Uh, we do demoing. We do hauling. We do mowing and landscaping. Uh, you know, and the last thing that we another branch, you know, that we added uh, or another that something kind of turned aside also. But now it's, you know, it's a real extension branch of the corporation is doing insurance jobs and we call them rebuilds. That's when someone <laughs> has a, you know, accident, you know, especially a lot of times with water or weather, yep. um, you know, and then. Uh, they, then they call a re, uh, remediation co- company. I know I might have messed that up, but that company goes <laughs> in. They go in. They, you know, they extract all the water. They have to mm-hmm. do any demo on the drywall because they have to get to where the water was. And they have to cl- air dry it, and then they put this chemical on to clean it. You know, and then the next question that the homeowner has is, you know, how do I get my place back together? And then. You know, we, we're fortunate enough to work with a company that gives us good referrals, not and not dead referrals. You know, yeah. a lot of times we'll go to these jobs, we'll go give ten estimates, and a lot of times we're getting, you know, we're getting six and seven of them. So that's turned into you know a profitable business. That's added a six figure, you know, you know branch or extension uh, to my corporation, and we've been able to to be do well with it. Uh, we're looking to grow with it. And that just shows that, you know, with patience, with hard work, um, dedication, you know, and having the end goal in mind, you can really turn um, a side hustle into something, into uh, a corporation 
like I have. And it just starts with, you know, being able to show up, do the work, make sure that you do it right. Make sure the customer's happy. And then, you know, at, at some point you're just going to get referrals on referrals and you really don't even have to advertise, you know, what you're doing because, you know, one person's happy with you, then, you know, someone else is going to ask them, Hey, do you know who does this? And they're going to be more than, you know, welcoming to, you know, refer you, um, you know, you know, as a service to their friend. So right. I didn't know, uh, AJ, if you want to just, just talk about, you know, is there a side hustle that you started that, uh, that you, that you can see yourself doing, you know, for sure, I guess you gotta be doing it now. And then do you see yourself doing it, you know, five or 10 years from now? Yeah. So, uh, one of my side hustles that I love doing is the interior consultant. Um, that's something that I've I've loved doing since I don't even know where to start. Um, but in college, I majored in interior design um, and architecture. So I got my start there just learning about just different materials, you know, safety, um, different things like that, um, just how to, you know, match colors and stuff like that. So now as an adult and outside of my corporate life, just working um, in advertising, I do the interior consultant thing. Um, and what's so great about it is that I get to use the skill set that I learned and the resources that I learned in college um, with my clients now. And I've been doing that for the past uh, two to three years. Um, and it's, it's worked out a lot. I, I, I enjoy doing it on the weekends. Um, and I, I get to, you know, it's all based on referrals, right? Mm-hmm. So what it tells me is that the work is good. Um, you know, the options that I give them, they like that. Um, and we just, you know, we, we try to do it within three weeks. So nothing really too big that we want to take on. Um, but for the most part, like, I just want to keep it easy, right? I want to keep it simple. I want you to know that you can increase your value without doing a lot or spending a lot um, and get the same result and get the same increase in value. So I really enjoy it. I think that's something that's probably going to turn into um, a long-term career for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know how to do space planning as well. So I'm really good at drawing up four plans in CAD and, um, you know, doing rendering, 3D rendering. So I've had a lot of fun with it. I think, you know, my days of doing alterations and building websites are kind of phasing out and I'm focusing more on just the whole interior consulting aspect of it, consulting with people, you know, about their home and trying to make extra money or just getting how to how to draw the equity out of the home. I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. I learned that I enjoyed it when I did mortgages. And I, I just realized it was like, you know, that's one part of it that's missing. Everybody wants an interior designer, but I don't think anybody thinks of interior consultants, you know, showing you how to increase value, not necessarily showing you how to um, the redesign your place, but how do you actually increase value with this property and I, that's what i focus on so I, I've, I've enjoyed doing it here um and I, I really look forward to what's coming in the future yeah for sure i think um you know some of my final thoughts are you know as you're doing your side hustle just consult you know with your tax professional and turn to you just make sure that w- whatever income you're making how should you report it uh you know talk to you uh, attorney or, you know, CPA tax professional and be like, Hey, you know, I'm making, I plan to make this much. Is it, is it better? Just, is it better safe to just turn into an LLC? Um, and then also we wanted to have this, uh, episode just to get people thinking about, you know, there's a lot of people thinking, man, I like to have some extra money or man, I'm, I'm good at this. How do you know, 
should I should I go about this? And then our suggestion is go for it. You know, you don't if you really enjoy doing it and you can really see yourself making money on it or people are just paying you for it just to pay you for it. I mean, turn it into something or you can benefit. You can truly benefit from it. Um, you yep. can benefit from it by saying, hey, this side hustle is going to pay for my vacations or, hey, this side hustle is going to take care of you know these three bills. So I don't have to worry about it. And I can just stack some money away for, for something else. And it can be anything. We just gave you, you know, just a limited possibilities or options. But if you sit back and, and think about all the stuff that you're good at or you like to do, you can really uh, turn it into some money for yourself. So, AJ, what, what's your uh, final thoughts? To be honest with you, I think you hit the hammer right on the nail. Um, just t- just tapping in, take some time just to figure out, you know, what you really love to do and trying it. Like as the episode and as the title of the podcast is, the choice is yours. So you just got to really take the time. Don't you know, these are the things that work for us and that we enjoy doing. But um, I think every human on this planet has something different. Right. So we all bring something different to the table and just, you know, starting off small, seeing where it goes. But don't count yourself out. Just try something. Yes, sir. But it seems like we are tuning out. And don't forget that the the choice is yours. (laughs) Take it easy. It's us. It's us. It's us. It's us.